T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tatum. Gives it up. Horford comes up shy. And the Knicks beat the Celtics. 131-129. That's not on one person. That's on all of us, the time running off the clock and essentially only getting one shot down, too. But, you know, you want to go quick, get the best shot, give yourself a chance, right? You missed the foul, offensive rebound, whatever. But we didn't. Got a timeout. They fouled. Still got a good play and we still got a good shot. Al hits that three. Everybody feel a little bit better about themselves tonight. So, uh, you know, it don't come down to one play. It's a lot of things. Um, but, you know, that's why we got another game to try to figure it out and learn from tonight. Oh, boy. I don't want to say the wheels are falling off the Celtics, but the wheels are kind of falling off the Celtics a little bit. Busy weekend for them. A giant blown lead against the Nets. And another big blown lead last night against the Knicks. Jones, Mego, Arcan with you until 6 here on a Monday. Taking all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. How's your weekend, Mego? Better than the Celtics? It was great. It was very relaxing. I want to say I got a lot of shooting practice in yesterday. Oh, I saw this. And uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong. Good. Feeling strong. Arms, got the, arms aren't too got, tired? No, no, no. I got the arc up a little higher, so the ball is falling gently into the basket, nice. which I think is key. So you're shooting better than Tatum and the rest of the Celtics? No. No, I'm not going to say that. No. It sounds like you might be. No. If you're getting arc on your shots and they're going through, it sounds like you might be. There was some nice arc yesterday. I'll say that much. Well, that's good. Arcan, good weekend? Great weekend, Jones. Okay, Whoa, good. What that's, did you do? I, I just I wanted to make I was sure. Here. I wanted to make sure. Oh, I heard I a little mean, bit of Arkan on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you ripping into the Celtics on Saturday. Much deserved. Uh, I have a simple question. Things weren't even that bad yet. No, they weren't. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It, it was a bad game Friday, it was but wow. Bad coming off the Nets game, but maybe it was isolated. Uh, it, it this has been a growing trend, and they have not played well now for a long period of time. As we tried to tell you late last week. I mean, heck, we've been trying to tell you for a couple of weeks now. The Celtics started the year great, 18 and 4, 21 and 5. Since then, eh. And it's gotten bad since the All-Star break. It's been bad. They're 3 and 3. 
since the All-Star break, these two losses, and it's pretty clear they're not playing their best basketball. I'm beyond are you concerned. We were asking that question last week. Are you concerned? Are you starting to worry? Dancing no, no, around no, no, all no, these no, various no. questions. No, 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 no. That's not a question anymore. Yeah, no. You, it, we are concerned. You have to be concerned. I've jumped from are you concerned to, of course I'm concerned. What's wrong with the Celtics, Mega? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I can give you a laundry list. Last night, I would say one of the biggest things that's wrong with them, and I would say that Jason Tatum did a good job trying to cover for his buddy Grant Williams, but that your final lineup you have out there doesn't understand whatever uh, version of horns you're running, which is one of the most basic sets that they run at any level of basketball beyond high school, college, NBA, and Grant Williams doesn't know if he's supposed to be going up and setting a pick or not. And to me, it comes down to coaching. Like, that to me is a coaching error. If you have, you can talk all the time about, hey, the starting five, the the core has only played 100 minutes together, has only played 90 minutes together, whatever it is at this point. I was tracking it for a little while. Uh, if in the final moments of a game, your guys don't know what they're supposed to be doing, your guys who are vets on this team at this point, your guys who have played in the finals and who have been instrumental in final runs before, I don't know why we look at that any differently than you look at a team that's poorly coached under Bill Belichick. Say, your guys on the floor don't know what they're doing. They don't know where they're supposed to be. Jason Tatum, after the game, sorry, I'm just going to rant for a second now, said that one of the biggest issues he had is he doesn't know how to let go of a bad possession, and it carries over onto the defensive side. And then when he comes back again, up the court again, he can't get his head out of the mistake that he made now two possessions ago, and it's affecting his shot. And you can say, okay, that's on Tatum. Tatum's still a young guy. He needs a coach who's in his ear saying, freaking let it go, like rebound. You know, I don't mean like uh, even no, no, no. rebound ba- in the basketball don't let, sense. Don't let it snowball, Re- bounce exactly, back from it. Exactly, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's what it looks like to me. If Tatum gets off to a hard, hot start, he looks good. If Tatum starts making mistakes, he's in his head in a way that I feel like we haven't seen from him in a long time, and it, it is alarming. Okay, so Mego says it's the coaching. Agree or disagree? 617-779-7937. Arkham, what's wrong with the Celtics? I think that defensively this team is lacking this year. I think this has been a problem all year long really for them. Uh, but lately it seems like the uh, the defensive intensity and sort of the thing that made this a special team last year during their stretch, I feel like just doesn't exist uh, with this team anymore. You don't see them kind of circle the wagons. You don't see them kind of smother teams like they used to last year. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago there was a lot of stretches of games where you'd see performances from guys like Emmanuel Quickly or guys like Mikhail Bridges, not even superstars, just some rando on the other team getting hot and torching the Celtics. That was a big thing at the end of the uh, Brad Stevens years. Yeah, remember, we, we George Hill covered a ton of those games. And uh, it, was, uh, it was very frustrating. Who was that little? Uh, who was that little point guard on the Knicks? Um, oh, it's right on the Alec tip Burke? of my tongue. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, guys like that or used Trey to... Trey Burke, one of the no, Burks? It, that's who it Trey was. Burke, Tra- yeah. Trey Burke is who yeah. it was. That, that They used to cook the Celtics routinely in the Brad Stevens era. Yeah. yeah, and that's sort of a thing that I feel like is coming back a little bit this year. And really, I don't know, to me it seems like the all-star break for the how many years in a row is this now? It seems like the all-star break has ruined this team. I don't know why this keeps happening every single year, but every single year something goes on in the all-star break and uh, either a guy gets injured or the team gets so full of himself that they stop trying, which is a little bit of what I think happening right now but either way uh it just seems like every single year there's some drama around the uh the all-star break and this year they're three and three since that well break, except so. last year well 
sort of, maybe, but I mean, did Tatum run out of gas or not? Like, you know, that's sort yeah, of another. Yeah, but I think he ran out of gas late, late, much later than, I mean, he was like all cylinders firing at the end of the regular season last year. That's yeah, true. I mean, look, I don't remember a lot of drama around the all-star break last year, but to Arkan's point, you know, going back a few years with Kyrie, Kemba, I thought it would be Jalen Brown, but maybe it's Jason Tatum who was going in and out of the game last night with the Hershey squirts or whatever he had going on last night. You know, he can't make shots. It was his birthday a couple of days before. It's like, what's Tatum's buy-in? Which is something I want to get to later on this hour, but put that to the side with all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. Mego says it's coaching, and I I think coaching was a problem last night. Joe Mazzula and his timeouts are just straight-up garbage. Call a timeout. Call a timeout. That possession at the end of overtime, call a timeout. They called one in the end of regulation and they scored. They called one at the end of double overtime. They got a good look. They were a mess in that first overtime. Call a timeout, Joe. This shouldn't be hard. So coaching is a problem. Defense is a problem too. And you know me. I'm Mr. Offense. I don't really care about defense all that much. I love how they started the year. If your offense is going to go in and out and it's not going to show up every night, then you need defense as a backbone, and the Celtics don't have it. And the Time Lord thing is a problem. His injury, them running him into the ground last year, going to the finals, I applauded them at the time. That's a problem. Uh, We'll get to your feedback on this coming up. I want to flesh this out a little further, but let me hear from the players. What's the biggest issue facing the Celtics? I heard Derek White say this last night, Mego, and I said, "Uh uh-oh, this... This is not good for the Celtics. Here's Derek White. Or do you feel like the ways that you guys can pick up and be kind of where you were even at the start of this year? It seems like there have been more lulls these last few weeks. Yeah, we just got to kind of like get our swagger back and find a way to um, play with each other, have fun out there, and I'm sure we'll get it back here soon. Okay, Derek White, they're worried about their swagger, which you can't quite put your finger on, but something is off, or they don't want to quite put their words to it. Something's off with the team. Jason Tatum was asked about what Derek White had to say. Here's Tatum on the Celtics losing their swagger. Uh, I don't know, but, you know, those guys are right. We got to get our groove back, uh, which, you know, I'm confident that we will and get back to, you know, being ourselves and playing, you know, um, you know, with that swagger on both ends of, uh, of the floor, you know, for 48 minutes. Okay, this is why I uh, worry when I hear two mentions of swagger. Swagger and getting their groove back, like they're Stella or something right. like that. They got to they gotta go, you know, sleep their way through all these, all the men in town or whatever to get their groove back. That's is that what, what that movie's do. about? I've I actually never so. seen it. I think so. I don't know that I've actually seen it either, but I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I... I, I I'm way more bothered, and I'm curious how you guys feel. I'm way more bothered than the loss last t- by the loss last night than the loss to the Nets. Oh. I know the loss was the loss to the Nets was historically worse, like in terms of recent history. Just fall on your face, completely embarrassing, like you pooped your pants on TV. I get it, but let, when I hear about swagger, it's hard for me to go. When Jason Tatum says, I, "I think we'll get it back," it's hard for me to sit there and go, "Yeah, I trust it. These guys got it. I trust this group as a whole with their coaching. They got it." Because yesterday was the game to get it back. Yep. Yesterday, you were seeing a conference rival who is definitely on the upswing. And credit to the beat reporters who, when they were asking these questions last night, they didn't ask about um, Jason Tatum's many trips to the bathrooms at the end of the game. How did he not but, get asked about I that? I know. What are you there for? Yeah. But. Uh, but the they coach, did ask. The coach they, said he's pooping his pants. Can you ask about that after the game? Ask him. They did ask Missoula, hey, it seems like a lot of other teams are on the rise and you guys are going the other direction. 
And the Knicks are definitely that kind of team. They beat the Celtics 100%. twice in a week. They beat and the Celtics they, twice they in a week. beat you every competition, every game this season. And you're coming off an embarrassing loss to a Nets team. This is where you're supposed to flex on them. They didn't have their best player. They didn't have Jalen Brunson. They did not have, uh, or I'm sorry, the Celtics were down a couple of players too, though, in their defense. No Brogdon, okay, yeah. no Time Lord. But they oh. didn't have their best player. Nope. Like when, when you look at, uh, when you hold them up next to each other, I still say the Celtics had the advantage. No, they should. The uh, of matchups. course, they have Tatum. They, they have Tatum, plain and simple. That should be it. RK, what was the worst loss? I hadn't considered this. What what bothered you more out of the two? I think the Brooklyn loss was worse because they blew the 28-point lead. Like, that was, you know what I mean? Like, the Knicks are a good team. They're a playoff team. I feel like the Nets are just a lottery team uh, at this point of what they're made up as. And, uh, you know, that was that was the worst one to me. But that was awful last night. I just, I, I think the Brooklyn one is bad. I, I'm sorry, the Brooklyn one is worse. But Mego's right about the Celtics now talking about their lack of swagger. This is what I think's wrong with them. Beyond coaching, which Get our groove back. we should definitely be questioning questioning Joe Mazzula. And I didn't want get him a to get a modium before you get your groove back. I didn't want him to get the interim tag removed, which weird. Looks like maybe they shouldn't have removed the interim tag, huh? And I think their defense is a problem. I, I don't think they feel good about themselves. I don't think they're buying in anymore. Like I think they're questioning themselves, which is my real issue or what I think their real issue is. They're like, are we good enough? Are we as good as last year? How come we haven't gotten that back yet? 617-779-7937. I don't want to hear the question anymore, are you concerned? You better be concerned about the Celtics. What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? You guys can weigh in. Again, 617-779-7937. We'll get to Tatum and his lack of buy-in right after trending. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's the level of concern as far as the timing of this? Zero. And so what do you think you need to do to pull out of this? And, and is, is seating first, second at this point? A, a, a priority for you? Um, I mean, it's obviously there. You can't. The only thing you can control is try to win the games, and so we put ourselves in the best possible chance to win. But zero concern. Um, just because there's 17 games left doesn't mean that there's any different than how a stretch of a season would go. And you obviously want to be playing your best basketball later in the season as you get closer to the playoffs. But you know, this is a tough stretch, and whatever the stretch has, we have to learn from it so that we can use it later in the year. Zero concern, says Joe Missoula. I mean, that's just straight up lying to yourself is all that is. I have zero concern. We're past the point of small C concerns with the Celtics. Something's wrong. And maybe it's coaching to Mego's point. Maybe it's defense to Arkan's point or lack thereof. Meaning lack of defense, not lack of a point. I think they've lost their belief in themselves. I think they're shaking a little bit to their core. And Joe Mazzulla can say it through his teeth, zero concern. He wrote off Friday night, Mego, the blown 28-point lead. What was it? I don't even remember yeah, anymore. Yeah, 28 points. The blown 28-point lead. The biggest blown lead in the NBA this year. Zero. And tied for the largest in the last 25 years in the NBA. And he can say with a straight face, that's just a one-off. And then they do it again a couple of nights later, like... You can try to speak it into existence. No one's buying it anymore. And I think Missoula's putting on this brave face, but the players aren't buying it. The players are questioning it. And I think that's the real problem. Last year, they hit their stride. January, they took off. They were blowing teams out. We played that clip from Grandy late last week where they were running away from the rest of the league. They started at a high point this year, and now they've come down. And they've been mediocre for months. Mediocre by their standards, by a championship caliber standards. Mediocre for months. They haven't played their best basketball since, like, December. And I think they're starting to question it, looking at each other sideways and questioning it. Missoula can say what he wants. I don't think the players are buying it. I think that's their, that's their problem. You could say zero concern. You're lying to yourself. And we all know you're lying to yourself. Looking at each other sideways, and I wonder if some in the locker room are eyeing Missoula a little bit. And I'm not saying that they've lost all faith in Missoula or anything like that, but I do continue to think about every time I watch these press conferences after the game and the only coaching point that they seem to reiterate that Missoula says is get the best shot. You know, don't settle for a good shot. Settle for a great shot. Go for the great shot. Work for the great shot. It's just basic math, you know? you got to get the three-pointers up. The three-pointers. And then you hear Jalen Brown... I believe it was two weeks ago, maybe just a week ago, who said uh, oh. in the game that he didn't play in, they shot too many threes. Brown's they been doing live it. and die by the three. Brown's been kind of openly questioning, uh, contradicting maybe uh, is the better word for it. Brown's been openly contradicting Joe Missoula now for a week, for a week straight. Joe Missoula says, we need to take more threes. Jalen Brown's like, yeah, we shouldn't be settling for threes. Jalen Brown's been doing that for like a week straight. So they're... There's something going on there. There There's was at the, least a disconnect. Yeah, a disconnect. There was that weird uh, uh, Grant Williams benching last week. Like, there's little things going on with the Celtics where I wonder if they believe. I wonder if they're bought in. It doesn't sound like they are. What's wrong with them? You tell us. 617-779-7937. I want to get to Jason Tatum 
his lack of buy-in, which I'm starting to question. You know, going to the All-Star game, hanging 55, coming back, sounds like celebrating his birthday and maybe getting sick from it. Uh, we can get to that coming up. Plus, Scal said something very interesting and the post-game show last night. But let's knock out some phone calls here. Uh, Jeff is in Princeton. What's wrong with the Celtics, Jeff? Hey, how you, how you doing? First time, long time. Welcome. Um, I'm thinking the biggest issue right now is, uh, you know, we thrive on ball movement and there's been a lack thereof. And But then when we are moving the ball, even with the lead, we're settling for threes. And then when the shots aren't falling, we're not getting back in transition defense. Um, and we're just, we're just getting smoked in defense and transition, and uh, that's killing our leads. Yeah, I, I think the, the Time Lord thing is starting to be concerning. And maybe you guys were already there. What thing? The fact that he's missed so much time. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I applauded him playing through his injury last year in the NBA Finals. I, I, in the whole postseason run, rushing back for the net series, playing through it, I applauded him. I'm like, you might not have another chance at a championship. Now I look at it and go, all right, that's how I felt in the moment, and I'm not taking it back. I, I applauded him for doing it. But now I'm like, man, did they ruin him did they run him into the ground did you see what happened on friday yeah like non-contact nothing and now he's going to miss at least seven to ten days and i'll believe that when i see it and he is he's instrumental to their defense say what you want about the dpoi marcus smart their defense goes as the time lord goes that's what makes them special defensively and without him they've been anything but this year i totally agree with you on that point i'm just not sure what more you can do than what they're doing with rob williams i i think that they made the right choice overall i don't think they needed to rush him back in the net series uh they wanted him for milwaukee clearly last year but this is who rob williams is like, this is who he's always been. This is who he'll continue to be. So they're making the right uh, judgment call right now, sitting him for maybe seven to ten days or something. Mm -hmm. I saw like that. It, it'll probably be longer the way that his I history believe things it will go. Be longer, yeah. It'll probably be three to four weeks or something like that. Maybe he'll make an appearance towards the end of the regular season. Who knows? I'm just not sure what else you can do with that guy, you know? And that that's just who he is. He's got soft tissue injuries every five well, weeks, every eight weeks. You could have... You Given him the surgery last year and given him a full recovery, and maybe now that's my second guess. Arkan, I know defense is your big problem. How concerned are you about Time Lord? Because the more I hear this number, you said the minutes. I think it's 68, one away from just a perfect number. I know. Uh, but I think it's 68 is how much the, the starters have played together. Tatum, Brown, Horford, Time Lord, Smart. The quote-unquote starters. I think it's 68 minutes. People keep using that like it's a good stat for the Celtics. Like, oh, they've only played together this much? At what point does that number become... Well, this is just what it is. They're not going to all they're going to get. They're yeah. not going to play together. They're they're never going to be healthy. Right. And not only that, how have they looked when they're not all together? And what combinations are working and which ones aren't? Because a lot of times this happens, and Celtics fans like to sort of hang their hat on this. When things go wrong, they point back to well, they didn't get to play enough together. These guys weren't together, and a Brown and Tatum didn't play, and Smart was hurt, or whatever. You didn't get the full five starters that you needed, which is inherently rare in the NBA these days. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just is. I'm sorry, especially on like a star-studded team like this one. You know, if it's one a team where it's a one-man show and you got a bunch of role players, you don't notice that kind of thing as much. But on a team like this, you definitely do. And Celtics fans immediately latch onto it because it's an easy way to sort of just hand wave away them coming up short again. And right now, it sort of seems like there's a lot of old-time Celtics stuff here, you know, from the last few years that's rearing its head that you didn't really see at all after, really after the trade deadline last year. And the other thing to the caller's point, talking about, you know, kind of jacking up the threes and then not getting back on defense, which I'm not sure they, they don't hustle back on defense all the time, but 
They did get a lot of empty possessions, especially in overtime, jacking up those threes. And that's where, again, I put it on coaching, and it's clearly a coaching point. I'm not saying that all of them were bad looks, but it was definitely apparent that that's what they were going for. It, it was a and response. And there were like four empty uh, possessions in one of the overtimes. I can't remember if it was the first or second. I was getting pretty tired to tell you the truth. <laughs> but like, I, I'm sitting there going like, they're, they're running it down even if they're just putting two points up on the other end. Like, you got five minutes here, guys. Yeah, I, uh, I think it was a direct response to Missoula calling the team out uh, on Friday for the Nets analytically taking it to them. And I want to get to some of Missoula's comments on Friday night, and we'll do that coming up because I think that was as honest as we've heard Joe Missoula. Like, if you want to know his coaching philosophies and who he is and what he believes in, I think Friday night was as candid and as honest as he's been. And I, I want to play some of that because I thought it was very interesting. We'll do that coming up. Max in the car on what's wrong with the Celtics. What's wrong with them, Mac? Hey, Jones, RK Meg, thank you. First time, long time. Welcome. Thanks for the call. Um, basically, man, you touched on this last time, man. I don't know if Joe actually has the heart to give Marcus Smart the 25 minutes and give Derek White the 35 minutes. Another thing, too, is we need to see what Blake Griffin can give us defensively. Mm. I understand. I think I'm, I think we're going to part ways there. Uh, th- thank you for calling for the first time, but I think we'll uh, we'll go our separate ways there. I think Blake Griffin, you'll get your fill of Blake Griffin tonight against the Cavs. Oh, no, the Blake Griffin, you can shake a stick at No tonight. Tatum, no Horford, no Time Lord tonight. I think Smart, Brogdon, uh, Jalen Brown are all going to be in there against the Cavaliers. So you want yourself some Blake Griffin. Remember tune Blake in, played tune against Embiid uh, pretty well one game, right? Remember that? I think sure. like Williams and Horford were both out, and Embiid and Grant Williams had the body. Or, uh, Grant Williams and Blake yeah. took Embiid right out of the game. Like, that was he's, nice, a pre- yeah. he's a pretty deep bench player. If oh, we're yeah. talking, Blake Griffin is not going to be the difference look, maker in your look, defense. Here's the bottom line. If we're talking about more Blake Griffin, <laughs> this the, the Celtics have problems. This is my point. If you, if you think you want more Blake Griffin and that's what we're getting to, that's how bad, how dire the situation is for the Celtics. We're doomed! 617-779-7937. So, I'm listening to the NBC Sports Boston postgame last night, and I think unprompted, Scal brings up this conversation about the Celtics and their identity, and what is their identity. And I thought it was a great question by Scal. And, and listen along while they're discussing this. It's Scal and Eddie House. Listen along and ask yourself, what is it? Can you hang your hat with the defense, as Arkan was suggesting? What what are the Celtics? What is their identity? Here's Scal. What is our championship identity? I I actually, at, at one point, I thought it was going to be defense. And then it was at, remember, the beginning of the year, the pace, the space, and all that. I'm really searching for our championship identity right now. And, I, and I'm in a game like today, no matter if you're making shots, missing shots, you establish which, what you are, and you do it over and over again. And I don't, I don't actually know what it is at this point. Damn a championship! Because the championship identity is solidified. At the beginning of the year, it was threes, and we're knocking down threes. We're pacing. We, we playing with pace. We're sharing the basketball. Then it became we're defending. We're not knocking down the three. So. I, I have no idea. I'm not sure what we're hanging our hat on every day. I know how we're starting every game, but like a, like your identity is woven into the fabric of who you are no matter what happens. It doesn't matter if you're up, you're down. It doesn't matter if a team goes on a run or you're on a run or you're, you haven't made a shot. Your identity, which I'm still having a hard time, are we a defensive team? Are we an offensive team? Are we a pace team? Are we a spread them out type of team? Since the all-star break, Whatever happened there, I don't think we've had our identity. So that line is interesting, too. Whatever happened there, 
what what's he saying? And that's something we can ask Scal about on Thursday when he joins us at uh, his scheduled time of 4.30. If you miss any interviews, uh, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, rather, uh, at 4.30. If you miss any of our interviews with Scal or anyone else, you can go back and listen to the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arcan on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. But that's interesting. Like, whatever happened there. Oh, okay, so something happened there. Interesting. And he goes on and on about the identity, and and it wasn't in that clip there, but he went through and detailed all the other teams. Like, hey, I watched Philly and Milwaukee the other night. You know, I watch all these other top teams in the NBA out west and wherever else, and I see their identity. What is the Celtics' identity? They started off as this three-point bombing, highly efficient offensive team running over the rest of the league, 18-4, and 21-5 start. Since then, they haven't been able to find that. They haven't been able to get back to their defensive identity from a year ago. What is the identity, Mego? I feel like right now the identity really is living and dying by the three. That That's just what it's looked like as of late, and it seems like it's the explanation that uh, Joe Missoula and the players give us when something like the Nets game happened, and then last night it's like, well, you know, Al got a good shot at the end. He could have, I think he said he could have taken more time to set his feet, and it wasn't didn't have to be as rushed as it was, and it's like, you know, it's not the only component of the game. I understand last night the Celtics had pretty much every statistical advantage at the end of the game except for uh, just shooting, shots falling. So I understand harping on that. But part of that is like getting inside and not having these empty possessions and getting different looks. And I don't want to say ball movement, but something like that. No, I mean, look, uh, uh, you're, you're... It, it, it just feels one dimensional. And the other thing I will say, and this worries me about carryover from last year. I really felt, and Arkan, you can jump in here if you think I'm being stupid. Um, or if you don't think I'm being stupid, but you just want to chime in. Okay. Uh, I felt like... Just this, jump in now. Like the Knicks were looked more athletic last night. Like just looked more athletic, looked more physical. Well, Quickly was fresh. In I mean, a quick, way... What well, quickly I mean, play? Quickly, quickly was, looked like he was playing a different sport. He, he was being such minutes. a pain in the ass. 55 minutes, he the was fresh he was as a daisy. The way he was dancing up the court, I was like, oh, I wish that guy was a Celtic. He's so annoying. Uh, but... <laughs> I don't know. What what do you guys think? Because I felt like the Celtics looked flat yesterday. They looked un, I just think, they looked uninspired I think in a lot they of the thought ways they'd they show up. I think they thought they'd show up this year, and it would be easy. And it was easy for the first couple months. That's what I think. I think they thought they'd just show up, roll out the basketballs. It'd be easy. We were in the finals last year, and then they hit a bit of a roadblock, and they haven't gotten out of the funk. And not to say that they're like, you know, a losing team or they're going to miss the playoffs, but just... That stride they had early in the year, I thought they thought it was going to be easy. And now it's not so easy. And are they willing to put in the work? Are they willing to fight through it? Did they put in enough in the offseason? Is Missoula the right guy? Like all these questions that I have with this team. 617-779-7937. I mean, I, I, what is their identity, Arkin? I think their identity right now is a team that's very good in all aspects, but they're not really great at anything. You know, they're a very good offensive team. They're a good defensive team. I think they're the only team that's top five in defensive and offensive rating in the whole league, but they're not really special at either one. Sometimes, some nights they are. Offensively, some nights they're special and, and they're making crazy shots. And that's for the year, too. That's It's been worse right. since, like, December. You know, if you look at yes. if you take a snapshot of just the last couple of months, those numbers have tapered off over the the they definitely the have their hot start was a 
a big part of that. And that's also sort of like the reverse of what happened last year because last year they were uh, 25 and 25 at the 50 game mark, and then they finished the year 26 and 6. And they finished first in defensive rating and defensive efficiency and all these other things. And after the first 50 games, they weren't anywhere close to first place. So that just goes to show, like last year, that team was special. We talked about this last week. Why aren't the Celtics special? It's because their defense isn't as good. And that's really what I'm what I'm sort of noticing here. It's not bad. They're not a bad defense, yeah. but they're not special. There's nothing special about them on defense. I thought offensively they could be special. They started the year special. Maybe they thought it'd be easy. Maybe they thought they could just show up and outclass everybody, and it's harder than they thought. I mean, so, that's, that's where I think they're at. Arkan, why do you feel like the defense is so different since it's essentially the same roster? I know uh, Rob Williams has been in and out of the lineup and Marcus Smart a little bit in February, but... I mean that that we all recognize that's a focus from Joe Missoula to redirect towards these analytics yeah. on offense. Yeah, it's Williams a, has been out, Horford's out. They have to alternate those guys, and Missoula is the coach now, see, and Adi Mayudoka, and that's, that's what a big I think difference. Yeah. I think I think it's a lot of coaching philosophy. They've had some injuries, and we talked about the Time Lord one earlier. I think a lot of it's coaching philosophy. Uh, speaking of the coach, can I hear Joe Missoula? What was going on with Jason Tatum last night? And this. This makes me question Tatum's buy-in. Let me hear it. Jason was going back and forth to the locker room. Was he injured? I think he's had to go to the bathroom. Okay, twice or three times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Tatum was he never had the splatters. Sir. Tatum was never asked about this after the game, which I think is unconscionable. Unconscionable. Like Bruins beat writers are getting scooped by Rich Keefe. <laughs> and Celtics beat writers aren't asking about this. Jason Tatum just had it. When did Tatum have his birthday? I think he's had to go to the bathroom. What, when was Tatum's it birthday? It was the Nets game. Friday. That was his birthday. Friday when he stunk. And he's still he's still out here crapping his brains out on Sunday? He's had IBS ever since. So, like, what happened? What what was that party? Like, what was that birthday party? What, how, are, are you still celebrating, or is it your birthday week now? What's going on with Jason, Jason Tatum? Tatum and Deuce are just splitting raw cookie dough with like, each other. Like, what's happening? Oh, there was a Deuce already. Like, how did he go yeah. from playing horribly against the Nets? What was he, 0 for 8? 0 for 8 on 3 in that game? Couldn't make a 3. Last night he hit a bunch of 3s, but he took 17 of them. Like, what was Tatum doing? What was up with this birthday party? Like, I think he's had to go to the bathroom. I, I, I'm still questioning his buy-in. How do you I'm, even know he had a birthday party? I would imagine. I would imagine. You think he didn't have a birthday yeah, party? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what if the birthday party was what he if, and Deuce sitting at home splitting raw cookie dough, well, and that's why he's got poopy pants? If anybody could have, uh, you know, got, just... Asked the question about what he was doing, why he was going in and out in the fourth quarter. Maybe we'd have an answer, but no one well, bothered to ask. No, they asked Missoula. Oh, they didn't okay. ask Tatum. No one asked Tatum. Just talk about that. So I, I, at least I didn't hear it if they did. So look. I, look, nobody was afraid to ask Lamar Jackson. Tatum came back from the All-Star game and said he felt hungover after scoring 55 points. And I don't think he literally meant it. He's just like, oh, I missed my bed and I feel hungover from the All-Star game. He's got his birthday party now. He's crapping his brains out, and it's like, is he? <laughs> is he committed? Is Tatum committed, or is Tatum doing the same thing where he's like, eh, "It's March. We'll all turn it on in the postseason." Listen, Paul Pierce needed a wheelchair That's when he true. had to crap himself. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. That's how we. Uh, that's Tatum how walked we off in his own power. Yes. Uh, when I when I talk about buy-in or lack thereof, and people who thought it would be easy, Tatum's right at the top of the list. Really? Yes. He's not the top of my list. I'm not sure who is yet. Well, what, I haven't thought about What's it been yet. going on with him the last couple of games? He's looked bad since the All-Star that, uh, break. So, and I told that's, you that. That's fair. I rewind said, it, I texted it. you guys, I think there's only been one. He's only had one really mm. good game what's going on since, since the All-Star break. What's going on since the All-Star break? Scal was just sniffing around at something, of, hinting at something. He's out of sorts. What happened? He's out of sorts. Hmm. It happens. 
He's I know, got a bad stretch here. I know what happened at the All-Star break. They're eating too much fruit. They, uh, they, they made an interesting move that we all questioned at the time with their head coach, which we can get to. Uh, but David's in the car. Go ahead, David. Uh, good afternoon, guys. So, you know, everybody's worried about the Celtics. I- I'm not concerned about the Celtics. I mean, you know, if anything, I'm not concerned about the Bruins, uh, just to put it out there, guys. With okay. the Celtics. Well, I like the take. I appreciate a good hot take. But how, hot one, yeah. how so? Why, why more concerned about the Bruins? Well, because the Bruins are just doing – they're in it. It's going to happen where they're going to – they're going to crap their pants at some point. Okay. And they just haven't. I'm uh, glad that the Celtics are crapping their pants now. Wow. That uh, makes sense. Uh, no, makes I mean, sense. look, I hand to God, I felt that way about the Bruins until they made a million trades. and That and take was hotter than Jason Tatum's inner thighs last night. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i not at the point where I'm concerned yet about the Bruins. I, I, I now have them winning the cup. I forget They've what, won 10 straight. I forget what day I said it. I think it was March 2nd. I finally jumped on the bandwagon. I'm firmly on the bandwagon, so I, I am no longer more concerned about the Bruins than the Celtics. I, I now have the Bruins over the field in the NHL. I didn't have that until late last week. Uh, 617-779-7937. More on Tatum's buy-in, more on the Celtics and their struggles, what's wrong with them. And I do want to get to Joe Missoula. Some comments he had on Friday night after just a terrible, terrible loss to the Nets. I think you really got some insight into his coaching philosophy. And I'm still wondering why they took the interim tag off of him. Because since they did, the team has not responded. All that next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. They beat us in every analytical category possible. And if we don't commit to the margins, no matter how hard we play, we're not going to win. And so they got more threes up. They got more shots up. They got more free throws. They got more offensive rebounds. And we, they turned it over less. So you can play as hard as you want. You're not going to win with that. So that was Joe Missoula on Friday night after the Nets loss. And honestly... 
It's the first time I listened to Joe Missoula and didn't think we were getting fake tough guy. Short with all the reporters. Jumping down people's throats. Playing in his weirdo pickup game before the game. Throwing (laughs) around the other coaches. Like, it's honestly the first time I was like, oh, these are his real philosophies. This is how Joe Missoula really feels, or at least how the organization feels and the plan that he is in place to carry out. And it's Adam Jones alongside Megan Adelini and Christian Arcan. Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. Mego, you keep going back to the Celtics and their reliance on threes. And I think Missoula just went all in on this on Friday night. Listen to listen to Joe Missoula after they blow this giant lead against the Nets. He's basically like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's just a one-off. It's just a one-off. It's not a big deal. Uh, he mentions the or, or hones in on one category that was the big difference in his mind between Boston and Brooklyn on Friday. It's funny you say that. I actually was more nervous in the beginning of the game because we shot less threes and they were shooting more. It's and so fewer. they were two for 11. And we were only, I think it was maybe three for six. three for six. So I was actually worried because we were scoring, but it wasn't because we were making shots. It was because we were getting layups. And they are a very analytically sound team. And so I knew the tide was going to shift because they were going to continue to shoot threes. And if we didn't play at a level of shooting threes and getting offensive rebounds and taking care of the ball, that that was going to cost us. Um, So that's what I was thinking Um, as we were winning was, you know, we're getting a lot of easy twos. They're missing. They were six for 21 from three at one point. Um, And credit to them, they kept shooting. And then they kept getting offensive rebound and they got to the free throw line and turned it over less. So in that stretch in the second quarter, when we started to turn it over, the the shot differential was the same. And then they started to get more shots, get more shots, and we had empty possession, empty possession. So he makes sure to note other stats, right? Turnovers, offensive rebounds, Which blah, I blah, blah. Which I think might be the bigger problem with this team still. Sure. I mean, look, I, I thought last night Mitchell Robinson gave him some problems grabbing offensive rebounds, and their turnovers can be brutal. Marcus Smart had more turnovers than assists again last night for your starting point guard. I think it was five turnovers to four assists. He also had six cause turnovers, so that's nice. Oh, Nice. He, uh, Little he also fouled out. I was going to say, I wouldn't... Uh, okay, in double overtime. I wouldn't champion their defense all that much, especially his last night, but I, didn't, I did not realize that stat. So, okay, so Joe Mazzula makes a point to shoehorn in other stats, but he gets asked directly, or maybe he just volunteers this. I forget where he goes, but what, what's the most important stat in basketball? Ask yourself that. And think about it while Joe Mazzulla answers that you question. You mentioned that this, obviously not necessarily exactly this scenario, but this happens a lot more in the NBA now with the amount of threes that are shot. You know, see big leads. Yeah, that's a, a that's a huge thing. It's hard to cut you off, but you're yeah. right. Like a team that plays that fast and a team that shoots that many threes, if you relax even for six possessions, that, that could potentially be 12 points. That could be 15 points. And so I think with the rate, at, and I know you guys all think it's funny, but the three-point attempt rate is the most important stat in the game of basketball because of the pace of play because of the shot selection and because of the ability to go on runs. And so when you get out shot by 14 threes, that the potential points there are crucial because uh, it gives you way more shots and it gives you more opportunities. And so uh, to me, I'm not really that surprised or worked up about it because a 24-point lead in the first half in the, today's NBA with the way offenses are means almost nothing. Well, and, and I was th- th- sorry to cut you off. No, it's fine. Okay, so that, that last part to me is mind-boggling. No, like, man, it's cool. 24-point <laughs> uh, uh, blown lead, I mean, that means nothing. What? It's it's one of the largest blown leads in the NBA in the last 25 yeah. years. And it was 28, yeah, it was not 24. 28, it was so. the biggest this year. It was the biggest this year. So, right, he's downplaying the number on top of it, but it's like, okay, 
put that to the side. He keeps trying to explain it as a one-off against the Nets, and then they turn around and do it again against the Knicks. They almost did it the game before against Cleveland. It's a problem. The three-point attempted, uh, the three-point attempts, rather, the three-point differential, the three-point rate, those are the most important stats in basketball. Like, I, I, I've watched basketball for a long time. Mego, I know you're a, a, a hoops fan as well. Uh, that's not one that I typically go right to in the box score and go, oh, okay, you shot more threes, you probably won the game. It's like, very that's, it's very analytics-driven. That's that's not how I would choose to think about the game or focus on the game. And he's sitting there going, we're up huge, but we're not taking enough threes. But that's what I'm saying. That's, Pump in a few that's more the twos. philosophy. Right. So when you ask what is the identity of the team this year, that's why I said it feels like you're living and dying by the three. And I think so that's a like really, that? no, I think that's a really hard way. And maybe it works. Like maybe that is what works this year and they get the championship that way. I just think it's a really hard way to play, especially when you have young players and you have players like Jason Tatum, who's your best player. And he's talking about getting stuck in his head and like not being able to get out of it for two, three possessions at a time and how it's putting him in a funk. Like if you're going to live and die by like behind the arc, I think that you have to address those sides of it. Do we do we like the way they're playing these days, Arkan? Just just take more threes than the other team and you'll probably win? No, and I hate the way he sort of framed that, too, because last year the Celtics were the best defensive three-point team in the league, and they defended the perimeter better than anybody, and now the way Missoula talks about it, it's, well, other teams are just going to hit threes on us and there's nothing we can do about it, so we have to shoot a million more threes. That's it's like, true. He what happened like to stopping ha- them? Like it's <laughs> happening in a vacuum. Yeah. He, he talks about it a little bit like it's Fourier's shooting contest tomorrow, <laughs> and it's just about, like, make or miss, you know? I mean, the whole thing by me on Friday night and I don't know if that's Joe Missoula's philosophy and like he's just on board with the organizational philosophy and that's why ultimately he got the job over someone like Damon Stoudemire who you know played in the league and was on Udoka's staff last year and like you know I'd imagine doesn't I don't know but I'd imagine doesn't have quite the same analytical bent what well you answered it there Stoudemire was close to Ime. I okay. don't think they were trying to create separation there. Well, I don't, and I don't, Joe is a Brad guy. I don't care about any of that. I, yeah, I, but that's, I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's not qualified, but I'm, I think that was a big calculation. But I'm just it? saying I want the best coach, and I don't just need somebody who's going to carry out Brad's philosophy on three-point shooting. So does Joe Missoula have the same view as Brad Stevens, or is Joe Missoula carrying out Brad Stevens's view? Or, you know... Austin Ainge's view or Mike Zarin's view or whomever, like, is that all he's doing? Maybe. I mean, maybe he's a baseball manager and that's all it is. But I I wonder, I look at it and go, did they, did they bring in the right guy who was already on staff? Well, to further the question, do his players agree with this point of view? Because Jalen Brown has yeah. already said, does we're not. taking way too many threes. So that right there, that's your, you know, one of your star and guys going, I don't think this is working, Jaylen, coach. You know, Jalen doesn't. Part of that also makes me wonder about Jalen because Jalen knows that he's really good when he's running downhill, when he's playing physical basketball. That's where he most of the time is at his strongest, in my opinion, and he's developed that part of his game really well. So how does it feel for him when Missoula is saying, yeah, you know, we're being productive, but we're only getting these easy layups? It's like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I watch this team and the layups don't look so easy. At the rim. Yeah. Like, the finish at the rim isn't always a sure thing. And Jalen is the one who I think has stepped up in that way a lot. Ask yourself this. They took the interim tag off Missoula, and they've gone three and three since. Is that a coincidence? Yes. You think so? I do think so. I, I think know. you. I think you Guy, run into the guys had an opportunity played, to let their foot off the accelerator at the All Star break, and Joe Missoula maybe gets too comfortable, or I don't know what. But I, I, I look at it and go, it's more evidence they did that prematurely. I feel like they've played a couple of strong teams. And they haven't necessarily gotten up or had the right strategy for taking those teams on. 
And, you know, I have already put a lot of the responsibility there on Missoula, but I don't think that it's because he got the interim tag taken off. Is that a coincidence? Three and three after they remove the interim tag? Arkan? I would say uh, no, it isn't. But I also think that Joe Mazzulla has been the same kind of defensive guy that's not great at the end of games and not good with timeouts that he's been this entire year. I don't really feel like anything's changed in that regard. I think the all-star break had more to do with the it. The timeouts were as bad as anything last night. Timeouts were a mess again. Uh, Neil is on the road. He has a problem with Joe Mazzulla. Go ahead, Neil. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, great show. Um, it is. Here's my confusion. <laughs> Humble brag. Um Here's my confusion, right? His rotations. You have, you don't, not that it's a big deal. You don't play Cornette last night at all when you have a good matchup with uh, Mitchell, the big guy. You have him. I don't understand what he's doing overall. Well, the Grant Williams thing is mind-boggling. Matchups. Grant Williams did not play. Now, what game was it? Cleveland. the Cleveland game. Thank Cleveland you. game. Did not play against You're not going to see him tonight because matchups. I'd imagine it will, we'll see how much Grant Williams plays. It all goes back to there's something off. Tatum's buy-in. You know, Joe Mazzula's philosophy. Grant Williams getting benched. Jalen Brown disagreeing with Joe Mazzula's philosophy. There's something a little off there. And the Grant Williams thing was mind-boggling last week. That'd be my big critique with his rotations. I would say it's very curious. Matchups. Very curious. Yeah. I mean... Grant talked about it over the weekend or maybe late last week and basically said it had something to do with his off-court focus. Do you see these skeptical eyes I'm giving? Yeah. Hmm. Well, what do, you, what, what do you know? I'm just saying it's very curious. So what do you know? Do you I'm know something? Mego no, Mego knows curious. stuff, as we learned last week. Mego, Mego got her antenna up about Bill mm-hmm. not being at the Combine, and Bill was not at the Combine. Her, your antenna's up? Is that what you're telling me? Antenna's up on Grant Williams? Curious. I'll just wait for Keith to report on it. I'm sure he's got something <laughs> in the good. works. Tune That's in true. at 6-617-779-7937. Uh, you can jump in on the Celtics. We'll have more thoughts there. But let's get to the Patriots at the Combine. And there's a rumor that just won't die that Josh McDaniels wants Mac Jones and the Patriots may be interested in making that happen. Let's get to it with your phone calls next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.